Live from our super secret studios above Jacques Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to our one of Gerard at Large. I'm your... If I had made over $160,000 and left my school district in the lurch on short notice because I up and retired after an embarrassing series of events in my administration, host, Rich Gerard, thanks for tuning in. Oh, I wouldn't be asking for $500, host, Rich Gerard, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> you can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large. where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. Ah. Oh. Oh, well, we have a, a busy show, a busy show this morning. <laughs> Emily Sandblade will be joining us shortly. She is on the zoning board of adjustment in Govstown. Eric, and uh, well, I ca- she's got a story that just makes you understand what happens in local government and and why sometimes. Eric in Manchester's on the phone. Good morning, Eric. Oh, I thought I'd give you an early morning chuckle. The uh, girl, girl hard car says, sometimes you got to hold your nose and vote for somebody because right now I don't, I'm not in favor of George Frank or Ted Gasses. So I, I decided to, to, uh, throw my support to, uh, George Craig and, uh, see, see what, see what I can do to, uh, get her elected. So that, that's my news of the day. All right. So. <laughs> Josh, you're going to have to help me clarify that because it sounded a lot like that in my head. So did I hear him say he didn't want either Craig or Gatsis, but was going to try to get Craig elected? Yes. What else did he say? Deborah uh, Livingston? No I, no, I I just heard that he said that. All right. Well, Eric, there. thanks for the call. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, John Liscar, John- <laughs> I, I just got a tweet from John Liscar's, maybe Dr. Livingston can be paid with all the savings she created for the Manchester School District. <laughs> That's good stuff. Zoom. <laughs> now, can we be real for a minute here? Um, I am one of the people who voted against, against, against this invoice. Uh, my question was, did anybody know about this before she testified? And the human resources said, well, she did make the request to me, and I did tell her I would relay it to Dr. Vargas. 
I said, and did you? Because Dr. Vargas seems pretty clueless that he, um, uh, you know, see, he had he seemed not to know about it until he got it. She said, well, I thought I I told him, but I'm not so sure right now. Okay. So did you tell Dr. Livingston that she would be reimbursed before she showed up? No. Okay. So the question I had is, well, all right, well, if, if she, if she, because if I recall the invoice correctly, it was about court costs, you know, your cost for going to court, arbitration, whatever it was. Well, what would have happened if we had subpoenaed her? She, well, she would have gotten 35 or 15 bucks from the court because she was subpoenaed. I said, okay. So we could have made her be there or she could have been there. Really? I just, I, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. And, I, you know, I can understand. First of all, the city lost the arbitration. And, and, and the teacher that had been terminated was reinstated. Terminated by Livingston was reinstated. Well, I can't say terminated by Livingston. Because they can only recommend terminations, the school board has to act on it. And the school board had a lengthy, like almost eight-hour hearing in non-public session on this. I had to pry me out of my chair by the time it was done. And uh, the teacher in question was reinstated. So evidently, she didn't do a very good job at the arbitration. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but seriously, folks. I mean, I thought Dr. Vargas was being uh, rather gracious by saying, well, we should pay her mileage and meals. That's customary. And in this email, uh, she references, I, I, th- there was a reference, right, to by, by the uh, past superintendent, uh, by the human resources director who said she told the superintendent it had been the past practice to so compensate uh, retired superintendents. But in another email or another communique, she she said that she as superintendent never did it. Uh, but had she ever been approached by it, then she would have uh, gladly reimbursed them. Well, I, I, I don't know how many past superintendents have ever been called to uh, an arbitration hearing to basically finish something that they started. That's what this case was. So now she's taking the city to small claims court or the school district to small claims court because apparently the school board's um, vote to pay her mileage. She lives in North Amesbury, Massachusetts now. So let's do some uh, let's do some math. Let's do some math. Hold on a second. Oh no, it's going to take. It's on the other computer. It's on the other computer. Hold on. It's going to take me a second here. I believe she's in North Amesbury, Mass. Josh, can you get can you do go to do Google Maps and do, you know, Manchester, New Hampshire to Amesbury, Mass? When I get the no when, uh, <laughs> If she were smart, she'd do the math. No, Amesbury, Mass. So let's see. 45 minutes. How, what's the mileage? About 44. 
All right. So mileage, yeah, 36.6 miles if you're just doing town border to town border according to Google. So let's call it seven, 37 miles. That's uh, 37 times 2 is what? 74. So we'll call it 75 miles times 0.51. Uh, she would have gotten $38.25 for her mileage round trip. Now I know why she's so aggrieved. I, 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 I just, I don't know what to say about this. Although I can imagine it will be a topic of conversation at Monday's school board meeting because the half hour plus that we spent on it at the August 14th meeting just won't have been enough. You know what I'm saying? All right, so... <laughs> Dr. Deborah Livingston, yeah, is this, excuse me, is this the same Dr. Deborah Livingston that in January of 2016, just a few short months before she uh, surprised everyone with announcements of her retirement, effective October 1st of 2016, really dropped us into a jam? Thank God, though. I mean, look, we got a great superintendent now. Is this the same Dr. Deborah Livingston who issued a press release, made a formal statement to the Manchester School Board in January of 2016 that um, the reason why the district's smarter balance scores were so low was because the state added zeros for all of the students whose parents refused to allow them to take the test, which was more than a third of the district students. And that after the zeros were removed, voila, the test scores for the students who took the test magically were much better. Is this the same superintendent Deborah Livingston who didn't think that somebody on the board, namely me, wouldn't go back to the scores that were released in November and compare them to the scores she presented to the board in January, only to find out that the scores she said were the new and improved scores after the zeros were removed were identical to the scores that the district released in November? Would that be the same Dr. Deborah Livingston who is now demanding that we believe that she was testifying only so long as she got paid for her testimony? She made it clear, just like she made it clear that when those zeros were removed, wow, our students are suddenly brainiacs, even though their test scores didn't move. So yeah, well then, how did the scores go up? Actually, they didn't go up. They went down because they actually added the zeros in. And they, they suppressed the scores to make them look better versus reality. Would that be the same Dr. Deborah Livingston? The one who in August of 2013 told the board that if it didn't adopt the Common Core standards, that state adequacy aid in addition to federal funds would be withheld? Would that be the same doctor and who was forced to retreat from that position once a pesky radio talk show host? Because it took a pesky then radio talk show host because nobody on the school board went, huh? Didn't even ask a question. They just went, oh, oh my God. <clears throat> that be the same Dr. Deborah Livingston who was forced to retreat from that after a pesky radio talk show host did a right to no request demanding any and all proof of what she said? In state statute, state regulation or anything else? Would this be the same Deborah Livingston that in one of her first acts as superintendent defied the curriculum and instruction committee, which tabled the use of a common core aligned curriculum guide, 
which she then promptly turned around and sent out to every school with a directive that it be followed anyway? Would that be the same Dr. Deborah Livingston who's now demanding or now claiming that she made clear that she would only testify so long as her expert testimony were compensated and her time and travel re, uh, uh, co- uh, uh, reimbursed. Uh-huh. Yeah. That would be the same Dr. Livingston, I presume. This is Gerard at Large. 